What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Cousin Cecil Show. I'm your host, Mike Fowler, a.k.a. Cousin Cecil. How are you? How's your week? Have you been a good one? How was, uh, you, uh, well, yeah. You got your, um, are you playing Horizon Forbidden West? Huh? Are you, uh, did you, uh, I know I missed last week. We'll talk a little bit about that, but did you, uh, see anything cool from the, what is it, uh, the goddamn Nintendo Direct, which I actually have really high praise on, because I thought it did, they did really well. We'll talk about it. But, uh, yeah, just, uh, not too bad here. I, like, like, obviously, feel not like, even like a fucking elephant in the room, but the idea, yeah, I missed last week. Uh, honestly, just more, just beat, just in the sense of tired, and then also, uh, my work uh, kind of got to me in in a sense of more it got to me so bad I'm actually I ha- I'm looking for another job and then I have a this Tuesday I have a interview with an and I've never done this technically done this job in my life but I've been looking at like taking a step back and like, you know what? It's, it was, uh, my gig I was doing right now, just cooking is a quick buck and that idea. And I also like, there's a lot of things in my, uh, my setup of life that I have to hold in my head of like, man, I gotta do this. You know, I also gotta worry about this and this and this, like normal people. And it gets into, uh, my my mentality seeps into the way I look at things and also even like how my TikTok algorithm gets and like you know those uh how the TikTok algorithm does so well and knows you so well. I get these videos of well besides besides my uh handicap videos I see and uh either um <laughs> for some I get a lot of I get a lot of single mothers, or I guess, I guess they are single. Maybe they are, you know, but mothers that are also <laughs> OnlyFans, uh, run business women, and then um, also just more funny. I get like the classic. Uh, I get quick humor ones that would be under Vine, pie speeds, maybe not seven seconds, but the idea of, I get uh, that quick humor stuff, and also you know. Um, handicap and uh, chicks that are uh, definitely in that uh, in the motherly single mother slash you know OnlyFans department. But I digress on that. But the videos I'm saying my algorithm seep I get seeped into is uh the ones that involving like what be like that working I don't want to say working the working man the working man mentality or like that. Like the father mentality that they don't like the the unspoken spots of like mental health for guys that I get that for some reason I don't I don't even go looking for it that's where it gets into like goddamn TikTok you know me well the idea like you know like the last video I saw was once like you know if, um, was just someone saying you know if you ask a guy especially a father how they doing they just say I'm fine. But that I'm fine means, you know, a lot more shit, a lot more, way more. Could be just about, like, I'm nervous. Could be thinking about how am I going to provide better? How am I going to do this and how to do that? You know what I mean? And then uh, my my work, uh, I'll, of course, I like any, <laughs> any relationship, it's a 50-50 road of, some shit's not working. Maybe it's also you and your views. But yeah, my uh, this cook gig, it's not cutting it. It's uh, I definitely have uh, more of an outlook looking at previous work and seeing. Wow, I thought that was not even bad. I'm like, man, I couldn't stand that as a. And it was like I was young. I was young and dumb. Of like working at like the I don't you know don't try I'm not trying to say my old establishments and stuff, but like I was like man I gotta get out of this 
this kitchen. Clearly, this is going to be the grass is greener on the other side. And I've been walking, walking, and then I went, and this is this current cook gig was like the the was my first kitchen, uh, my first cooking spot since I left the casino. And I was like, you know what? I messed up in that sense of like, I was, t you know, you talk smack about where you work before. And also, you know, I was, I've been there for, I was there for 10 years, got a little jaded. And then to come to come into a full circle, realize, you know what? That kitchen is way better than a lot of other kitchens, even though I, you know, I don't have that many experiences, but also like what I grew up with and all that shit. But this current idea of a job is kind of a thing I've noticed with one of the jobs I uh, try to spread my wings on before COVID slash get out of the casino. I, uh, I'm also, as you've seen with how I do special offices, I'm not going to put it out there until it is done. And if I get like, you know, get the okay, yep, you're going to work there. But what I'm trying to get to is this job I feel will be, A, it's my first time ever doing it. B, but it has some things that I liked in certain jobs, but I feel this one does not have the the anxiety under overlaying of like like a commission based spot because uh this one will be something that I enjoyed with that commission spot but also I didn't like the commission spot of the idea of like if you don't get these you don't get paid blah 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 this one is obviously you work alone and I'm actually looking forward to that part in the sense of I'm also looking forward to having another moment of being getting back into some podcast listening. This current, obviously with the current, you know, with kitchen work, you can't wear headphones in this spot because you're getting uh, called to, you're getting orders called to you. There's not like a ticket system where for my position of like, Hey, just read the ticket. You can just bring it up. You know what I mean? You have to, it works how that shit works. But again, I know I talk very spun in circles. It goes into how I believe how my life manifests. I don't like to pull it out there into the real world until I do it in the sense of, because I feel like if I, I have a problem with um, lying in the sense of like saying like that shit of like, yeah, I'm going to go do that. And then you don't do it because you're a lazy, you know, a lazy fuck. And that's how I feel about myself. You know what I mean? So I try to keep, keep it close to the chest until it actually happens. But yeah, Tuesday morning, I have an interview and it sounds like I might get, I, I will get it just because either they're desperate or the idea of it's not that it's not like it's like a you know what i mean it's not that hard of a gig i hope because that's a that's another thing too i am definitely which i've been trying to tell my my stepson only because he's the oldest in the sense of he's closest to like laying the ground workout for like you need a start thinking about the future and i've been trying to tell him you know don't you know don't be like me i'll say this to all my kids i've said it to all my kids don't be like me don't be me and it's because of that i feel i think i'm a little stooped up with like <laughs> with regrets and not even like not in the social regrets if that's the right term, the idea of like, like, you know, dropping out of college and not sticking through that and like thinking you no know better, like and all that, that side of the world of your life. And just to find out like, you know, Hey, you know, you could have a lot easier and less stressful life if you just 
go through the things you say you hate as an IE schooling or teaching or not teaching, uh, learning and going through the schoolwork part of it and to go into a job that's, you know, not too, it's not about stress, but the idea that you are like the, the ground level of salaries are, you know, are way more than non-college life of that sense of to them. You know what I mean? That's what I'm going to say. Don't be like me and try to stick to college and all that shit. But yeah, you know, that's, that was a good 10 minute life talk, uh, life podcast. Uh, I'll see you next. No, this, uh, but yeah, it's been me again. We'll see next, next episode will probably be the verdict and also probably, nope, I can still do it how I want to about recording. So I digress. But all right, uh, what are some things I will get into? I think real quick, I do think it's funny. This is like me highlighting a joke I saw on Twitter about a, a pop culture thing that Paul Dano, the guy who's playing the Riddler in the Batman, <laughs> the newest little news uh, headline is, he was he was so terrified of like the psyche of the Riddler that he had trouble sleeping while filming the Batman. And I saw that a someone on uh, uh, Twitter goes, "He slept like a baby during uh, him doing Twelve Years a Slave." What a great Twitter joke! But um, yeah, let's get. In. Actually, you know what? I forgot about you know how the show should be formulated. Uh, we'll go right off into that. What have I been playing? Uh, just more. We'll do it slow. I was going to talk about Horizon and about not too, not too fucking spoilery. But uh, before that, I was honestly, I did not realize it until it came out, Horizon. I was in a real rut of like playing anything because I played Sifu. And I only did, I, I died in the hallway, which is basically right after the tutorial, you know, and that's me, you know, lowballing of like how much time that is. And I did not touch it after, you know, cause I was like, I'm going to do, I want to at least try to be as young as I can in that game. So that's still on the burner. Far Cry 6. I started, it's, it's okay. It is definitely turn off brain uh, comfort food but right now that's not what I want that's not the comfort food I don't want first person shooter comfort food besides okay <laughs> um, I don't want Far Cry comfort food what I've been playing before that or during this time of waiting for Horizon is obviously Destiny 2 I've been uh, getting not geared up besides I was able to obtain the uh, Galhorn again because of obviously this, that's the shtick. Get it again because obviously it was only in uh, Destiny One. Uh, in that, those I'm telling you right now, even that dungeon, that dungeon is basically uh, to get the Galhorn. You have to do a whole uh, three-person raid, which are called dungeons, or you can do it single if you could. Uh, but they made a whole dungeon out of a meme because the Cosmodrome has been back in Destiny 2 and uh, you could uh, go back to the loot cave, the, uh, the elusive loot cave from Destiny 1 that people have loved. They even put like, uh, they've done little captions there. They, I think they put a gravestone there. But now this dungeon comes out of the loot cave. You go in there, you, you do a whole little uh, setup of that, collecting fake engrams, put them in a crystal, and it opens up and it makes a big, giant dungeon involving things that are... But I'm trying to get to is they are on the top of their game on gameplay, fun, for a first-person puzzle game, like to make puzzles for a first-person shooter. I don't think Bungie is touch touchable compared to other uh, studios. I think that's the correct term. And this one in particular, this uh, dungeon, the Grasp of Art Vice, 
It's just, it is just excellent in the sense of like lore. You can go pick up these little audio logs of people or this, this ragtag crew finding ingrams and then like, like basically losing their mind inside this, like, like these, like, um, crystallized, um, walks, like just a big giant thing. But I obtained the Galhorn and I've been kind of collecting void, uh, exotics because of, um, some of the bigger news that came out of the Witch Queen's, like, um, previews is a little bit more about, okay, let's backtrack. Hey, on Tuesday, 2-22-2002, uh, the Witch Queen is coming out. And this is going to be their biggest expansion since in this, like, uh, kind of like, uh, what is it? This was like a Forsaken level size expansion. And it will be definitely more closer to how Destiny the Taken King from the original one uh, molded how they set up uh, add-ons from there. The Witch Queen will be the, re- like, will be the one that's going to reshape and mold how their DLC is formed, so on. And it comes with, like, obviously, new landing spots. Uh, Witch Queen involves, basically, uh, Oryx, the Taken Kings, who we killed in Destiny 1. His sister, Savathun, has probably been the biggest enemy that's been teased in Destiny lore since Destiny 1, who is finally here, blah, blah, blah. And she has her own throne world. She has also been able to harness light herself. And she has made hive-esque light, hive guardians with light powers, blah, blah, blah. But let's get in, that's stuff you can go read into. But the things that are new in the previews for us players is um, take, or... Witch Queen is going to bring out this new, well, it's going to break down the subclasses, which uh, Beyond Light, which is the current uh, add-on, uh, had a very broken down version of to do stasis, which was kind of like we got our first little taste of using the darkness power as a guardian, blah, blah, blah. Witch Queen will be the first one that we're going to slowly break down all the light powers, and the first one is going to be Void. So they're calling it Void 3.0. Back to that, Guardians can have a solar, there's a solar power, electric power, or this Void power, which is purple, blah, 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 that can do, uh, really for Void, there's of course, they do damage, but the idea like, a real another back step of like, describe what Void is, is like, it it's way to nerf somebody and then you can do like top tier damage towards them is another set of void. That's just so anybody who's never played destiny who's lived under a rock or anything. I'm just being nice to you right there, but we're going to break. It's going to break down void into a void 3.0 and we can uh, kind of br- do more uh, very different random setups for your void character. How stasis has done and beyond light and apparently like the next you know they're going to do it again for arc and solar blah 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 but uh so some of the things that came out of it is some of the new perks might be some older perks from previous game that were so overpowered so people have been gathering their void uh their void uh exotics for their uh armor to be kind of prepared because uh another thing they're also doing which they've done before but they're going to let you do you can play the campaign on legendary mode which is basically just you know a hard mode and it gives you uh it kind of also helps you if you are into that you can uh reach past the soft level cap of 1500 and can be 20 points above that by the time you're done with the campaign and uh that's 
uh, 20 points past that soft cap is actually really huge in the sense of like being 20 points and you're like still in week one, week two of Witch Queen. You have it gives you a way bigger playing field of like, okay, now you can just go each week and get a pinnacle or be really into and you can be on a fire team that can actually do the raid almost on the same launch week of the raid or like, you know, a week after whatever. But like, it gives you a really better base playing field. If you want to try to do some of the more end game stuff of destiny. And then, uh, so I've been looking forward to that because that honestly has been really nice. And I was able to also do some quick catch ups on some of the, quests that I've been holding on to that uh, A just were uh, what is it like they would have been behind barriers of like oh you had to wait to week three to start this part of it since I'm only I'm on the you know I started a week and a half before the season was over it was all unlocked so I got to push it all through in like two days so it was kind of nice to get some exotics through that way too and then I got to uh, play the the last mission of the season, which was the exorcism, because oh yeah, they didn't do they've been do they do really well uh, battle pass seasons. Maybe not the rewards, but the idea of hey, we're gonna tell a story in this season. So this current season is called Season of the Lost. Savathun, without me spoiling it, has technically been talking to us for years. Uh, inside the brain of this guardian who's been we've been trying we've saved since the first uh dlc of destiny 2 of osiris he is that she well she has been inside his mind this whole time in season 15 we kind of froze him slash froze her and we're going to exorcism her out of this of her worm which is a war for the the thrall that we don't need to get into but basically like the higher power thralls have like worms that are ones they hold their power blah 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 long story short exorcism does really well they did have a weird glitch at the end that i didn't get to watch the cutscene, and they are still working on that but i got to watch on youtube um it was a really good, uh, kind of mediocre, but it was really well. I didn't mind it, but it was a good ending of this season and getting us prepared for uh, Witch Queen, which is out next in a couple days. So I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, and um, uh, and then for this week, I uh, I I got Horizon Zero, Horizon Forbidden West. And uh, the game is very well, really good. It is definitely uh, now. Let's now let's take another step back. I haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn since probably the same year it came out. So was it 2017 that it came out? I think it was five years ago. Yep. So, and I was on a base PS4. And I, it was a really great game. This one feels better in the sense of, yes, they have improved the, the controls. They have improved uh, almost everything around it. But there is one spot. There are some spots that are a little f flaky that I'm not ashamed to at least spotlight because I think it deserves to at least be spoken about uh the the start of this this story is very very shitty in the sense of like hey it's been six months and all your conflicts that have just been you've been talking about right now is, is because oh six months ago you just kind of walked away alloy where have you been so everybody's a little butthurt or like simping over you or like they love Aloy so much they were like man where'd she go I really wish I could like you know have her step on me 
uh, the idea of that part, the foundation of what is like the maybe the door of like, hey, when you touch the doorknob of Forbidden West, here's what's going to open the door into a way better story. But that part of pushing the door open to get to the good story, which is, again, I'm only speaking, I've only played... Now I'm I'm making a fake fucking number in my head. It's probably five hours, and that is me, uh, for a sport. Not even a spoiler in the sense of what I'm going to say. I got to get into the actual Forbidden West now. I've been playing the intro area, doing a lot of little. They have a lot of side missions. Uh, but I got to access like access. Hey, you can go to the Forbidden West now. Okay. And that's me. I did that very not how it was in the sh- in the game. But, uh, okay. So, it was, it's very well done. There is some bugs. And not in a sense of, this ain't no cyberpunk bugs. But there were, for me, I've seen some cyberpunk-ish bugs. But in the sense of it's like, like I've saw a video of like Aloy swimming in the in the water, and she's still technically swimming on land, just flying around, flopping around everywhere. Very weird stuff. Though things I've witnessed was uh, definitely uh, some of the AI, some of the machines in the world. I think they followed me to a cutscene, and they did not know what to do. That stuff, because they weren't supposed to be there. And then I had this, the one last thing I did was um, I got to meet basically a a clan in the Forbidden West. But in my cutscene, my little brace, well not little, there's a big bracelet I got that's a piece of gear. And it was floating maybe three feet away from me. But when my arm moved, it was going up. It looked like I had John Cena as my friend was with a little bracelet. But that idea that felt it. So I'm trying to guess there's there are some I don't think it's called Uncanny Valley. But there are some moments that have broken my uh, feeling I'm in this world and I'm really focused on and that stuff. And some of it not like in the bug wise. Some of it was um I do skip some of the the dialogue now because I get I'm like I get tired. I'm like, listen, I I need to be I want to beat this game, but I'm like I need I can't listen to the extra two minutes. I need to cut those two minutes of the dialogue and let's let's keep it moving. But uh, that's probably the only negatives for me at this moment. Positive, like I said, controls feel way good. Like because of that, and then again, as me as a person who was on a old gen thing, the sixty frames you can feel it. Going down to thirty frames, you can feel a slowness, but there is. And then we get into that flip side. That thirty frames does have some way good deep details in the graphical region because the thirty frame one is a native four K. Um, experience it looks weight and really rich and we go back to the 60 frames which i prefer it is still good and it's still you know what that's where i get into too uh games are great all the time now there's not it's really hard to unless you're paying like that 49 cent little fucking weird cheap platinum thing playing a game right in this day and age they're gonna be fun and they as long as they're fun sometimes it don't matter but no like you can do see, I can see the little bit of a, the checkerboard 4K compared to the native 4K just in this experience. And I'm more shocked I can. But it is fun. It is uh, after that foundational uh, storyline. And at this moment in time, because it seems like some of those old allies are still going to be involved. So I'm going to see how they are down the road but after that initial where were you for six months Sam? i can tell by your face 
you're being really serious. Which is, it just seemed like cheap writing. I ain't gonna lie. That part right there. But now the part that I'm at, and I'm unlocking the next steps of her storyline and what is going on. And they did, I'm not gonna say it here. They did tease it. And they, and when I say tease, they just showed a, a person, but they didn't, yeah, they, there was no context. Now I have the context of this person. And uh, I'm very interested to see what that that's about. Uh, another spot I am also I'm really interested to see because I got to experience uh, forgot her name, but the lady who's the voice actor of the 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 Forbidden West tribes woman who's her antagonist the uh, the lady from Black Panther she's also from that 911 show on Fox Angela it's Angela something. Uh, she her uh character seems a little. Right now, I only seen her once, so obviously just her calling out shots. She didn't really talk talk. I'm really interested to see her story, and like things about that. I do see what people were talking about in the reviews that even some of the side missions, the side missions are definitely there are some fetch quests. Well, I guess they were under the errands thing, but the real side quest ones had, they do feel that they have done a definite upgrade of improvement of what do we deserve the player to do compared to the older one compared to even older games of this. Like the idea that people talk about how the Witcher side quests go into these elaborated stories. Maybe not as elaborate as The Witcher, which me, I've never played. But the idea of it has definitely went into a more story-driven-esque side mission compared to uh, before. And I enjoy that. I also enjoyed... uh, There is a lot more... The exploration involves a lot more puzzle-based figuring out platforming. And that is a give and take, in my opinion, because uh, some like like the the vast out in the wilderness puzzling feels very uh, loose and okay. And then the one mission I did was basically my last mission I just did was more uh how would I word it? It was not a cauldron. But it was more deep, old hit, old times, um, like the laboratory shit, like they've had in their past. Is that feels more like you need to be more tighter with your jumping, and it didn't feel as good as the outside ones. But I do enjoy that it's still platforming puzzle stuff. And I'm just, I'm just more expressing to give it its fair feelings on it at this moment in time again. I'm very early into it. I also I also like the the quote unquote like it's called strike, but like the chess game they have. I do like that game too. Uh but uh right now five five or six hours in, five it's probably it's probably in my honest opinion, it's probably like four hours of gameplay, an hour of cutscenes esque of like story talking. But I was, I'm going to give it, it's, it's good. It's like a good eight right now. It can always, it can always go up. I'm not saying I'm done with it. I'm just saying it's a good eight in the first couple hours, you know, handful of hours. So, Hey, I'm, and it's getting me out of this rut. Cause that's, that has definitely been in my sight since it was announced. So, yeah. And look at that. That's a big long time for just me. What I've been playing. Uh, I'm going to try to figure out how to do this in the sense of, all right, let's say we're going to do this idea first. One story that I missed, which I should be addressing is the whole Xbox Activision Call of Duty debacle of what is going to happen with this uh, accusation. And then the idea of is Call of Duty leaving other 
consoles or other platforms. I think it's the proctor, not console, other platforms. Uh, it turned out, uh, at this moment in time, the first part of this story that was a no-brainer is play, Xbox said, and PlayStation is, they expect Activision to follow up until who knows what, you know, wins the latest contract. That was definitely a no-brainer. Hey, we've seen that how Xbox has done with um, Bethesda. That's why we have Deathloop and uh, Ghost, Ghostwire. Now, the next new thing is, uh, what is it? It turns out Xbox is, Microsoft has either, now this is where it's been rocking. I do not go into real detail looking for it. I don't know if the, I don't think it's the FCC, but the companies that, the governmental company that looks over these accusations, basically Microsoft has said, yeah, we're going to keep them on all platforms till, till the, the cows come home. It ain't, they're not going to go away from these platforms. They would actually like to have more uh, Activision games on even the Switch as well. So they're really going to try to push that too. So, so yeah, that's probably definitely the, one of the big stories. And then the, the last, the last week's story was the Nintendo direct. And I guess we'll, I'm going to maybe not go into the, the deep details that I like to do, even though I have them right in front of me. But my first initial thoughts was after watching that Nintendo direct, they definitely hit it out of the park. They are definitely, um, that Nintendo Direct felt like, um, that was like my Groundhog's Day. When that came up, and let me elaborate how I meant that. When I felt, saw that, I'm like, you know what? Here it is. Here's this year's, uh, uh, gaming. The year of 2022 gaming has officially started because Nintendo Direct has showed, did a Nintendo Direct that kind of, for my opinion, blew it out of the water for expect for me of like I don't expect anything from them. I don't expect I don't expect them to give me Metro Prime 4 by now. You know what I mean? I just ex- I just like to have a good time and watch what they do. From a basic outsider since I don't have a system. Um let's just do a quick fire of like some of the things that I was interested in and we'll kind of keep it low even on like expressing the the third party stuff. Like uh they they start off the thing with Fire Emblem Three Hopes, a Dynasty Warrior, basically another Dynasty Warrior uh, Nintendo. Uh, and then also I like about Nintendo Direct is they don't like how I word it. They might not give you dates on all of them, but they would try to say this is going to come out this year. So all the dates I'm going to say are going to be for this year until I say something different. So like that Fire Emblem, June 24th this year. So that looks pretty cool. Uh, they gave Advance Wars uh, 1 plus 2. Another new trailer kind of showed that also you can uh, build your own maps. And that comes out April 8th. Uh, kind of a more surprise, No Man's Sky is coming over to the Switch. It's going to be out this summer. It's going to be obviously updated to... I don't even know if they're going to be one update behind or because they just announced one. Or they're going to be right up to date with those ones too. I'm assuming they, knowing them, they'll probably do it and be up to date with everything on uh, No Man's Sky on the Switch. So that's pretty cool. I think that would be a really interesting, uh, that'd be very interesting for No Man's, or for the Switch to get that kind of multiplayer game with on the Switch. I think that's a really cool pickup or move to do. Another surprise was uh, Super Mario Strikers Battle League. They're making a new Mario soccer game, and it looks it looks cool. It's called. Um, you can also have up to eight players play on the one system. You can play online and make up clubs out this June 10th. Uh, they showed uh, Splatoon 3 new shit. Uh, Square Enix was there, definitely showing off some um, remasters, and the first one was Front Mission First remake. And they also like ended that trailer saying, yeah, number two is going to be there too. Don't worry. Uh, it's going to be out this summer. Uh, we'll, keep, we'll keep it moving. One of the weirder things for these uh, remasters was uh, 
I guess Disney, I guess it would be now, they are reissuing the Wii version, the Wii version of Star Wars uh, Force Unleashed, not Force Unleashed 2, uh, the first one that came out with also like a, like co-op, not co-op, like a arena fighter-esque like fighting part. It looked weird, but like, I think it was interesting, like, you picked the Wii version, like, you couldn't get, like, maybe, like, the PC version to get, like, a regular cut of this game. I don't know. I never played it on the Wii. Uh, and then, uh, that's going to come out April 20th. Uh, what is it? Yeah, we're going to do that, too. You know, they showed Assassin's Creed Ezio Collection Trilogy. Is going to be coming out February. It's out now. And um, I haven't seen anybody talk about it. So I don't think nobody's even fucking touching it. But some of the other bigger things was. Uh, Chrono Cross. The Radical Dreamers Edition was revealed. I never played it. But it's a beloved game. As well as Chrono Trigger. Because it's from the same I think universe-esque thing. The trailer was basically. Gave, giving the pitch of the game. Apparently, there are 40 characters who can join your party. And with that, you can get um, multiple endings. It kind of explains itself right there. And they did the Final Fantasy VII thing with, like, you can turn off encounters and stuff. And also has a... Yeah, let me backtrack that. They they basically gave you, like, the PC, like, uh, release. Or this is going to go on PC as well that you can, like, toggle off... Uh, those uh, surprise encounters in the world, blah, blah, blah. And I'm assuming you can probably turn the uh, the movement speeds up like you do in that Final Fantasy VII PC uh, release and like the original classic FF7 before they made remake, blah, blah, blah. And what makes this kind of cool is um, this will have a text-based game that never was released in the States, the prequel called Radical Dreamers, and it's out April 7th. Uh, we'll kind of go into that too. Then they showed uh, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, and they show Kirby has some new tricks with that mouth. And they do, uh, she, he does uh, mouthful mode, which obviously he can suck up a car and become like a, he basically can drive a car, or be a car. He can suck up a, uh, and uh, be able to shoot out like uh, cans out of your, because you sucked up a vending machine and all that shit. And basically, she they show that this mouth can do more than just copy powers. And it looks like a very fun 3D platform Nintendo game with Kirby. I won't lie. Uh, out March 25th. Uh, they also show like MLB The Show 22 is going to come to the Switch as well on April 5th. First time ever on the system. It looked like a piece of dog shit. I won't lie. Because it's, it's obviously way underpowered. And then... Again, I'm I am skipping. I feel bad not doing all of it, but just just how it is. More of a surprise for me are these next uh, th three, and then we'll go into more. But Portal Companion Edition, they're gonna bring Portal One and Two with online for two coming out this year. I think that's really cool. And then this other game that seems, it catches my eye. I don't know if it's going to come to other systems. I really hope so. Uh, there's a game that has never been released in the States called Live Alive from Square Square Soft, technically back then, from 1994. It's getting the HD 2.5 treatment. And um, it's coming out July 22nd. And... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just a classic JRPG from Squaresoft that has never been to the States. It's coming over. And I really hope it does come to multiple platforms besides Switch. It, the trailer caught my eye. I'll just say that, that. And then more of a surprise, Wii Sports is getting a new game coming to Switch, Nintendo Switch Sports, with classic games, new modes like soccer that can be featured using the leg strap that will be included with the physical editions and local and online play. April 29th, it already has DLC in the works, including golf is already in the set, 
and there's been beta testing going on right now from the 18th and 20th of this. So this weekend was uh, beta testing. I saw some people playing it. Um, but no, I think getting a uh, Wii Sports-esque game on the Switch is always a no-brainer. Um, it definitely was a it was definitely a craze that has now become an established thing in the Nintendo world in my head. Because I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I think I was thinking I'm like that'd be cool to get a, a Wii Sports in the Switch before the show or even after it was. I'm like, God, man, getting bowling and like you know that'd be amazing to get to play again, especially with younger kids. Uh, and then more of yeah, we're gonna do like these updates. Uh, there's going to be a free update for Metroid Dread. We will have Dread mode, so a one-hit mode. And then there will be a rookie mode, so an easy mode. And a boss rush mode coming later, out starting starting in April, these updates. Switch Online will be getting Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings add to their catalog now is out now. And then uh, more for me to say before I get to the bigger thing. Demon Slayer... Uh, Hinokami Chronicles is coming to the Switch too. So, a, 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 is it Arena? Like that Naruto esque style fighting game is coming to the Switch. I think it'll be a good uh, to play it. I haven't got to play it yet. It's been in my kiddo's room, but I was, you know, I just haven't had the feeling to do it. But they ended on these two little surprises, not surprises, but bangers of Mario, K Mario Kart 8. Deluxe is getting paid DLC called Booster Course Old Tracks Remastered. Eight tracks in six waves, all the way till 2023 for 25 bucks. Wave one starts March 18th. And they also did the, the classic, well, not classic, the now newer thing of if you buy the online expansion membership of Nintendo Switch Online, you get it for free. You just gotta keep paying. I think uh, there was a couple rumors last week that they were in the works of making Mario Kart 9, but I wonder if that's a misconstruction now it's going into this is just DLC, because this is all the way to 2023. So either those are very simple things to do, and they still got some people in the background, which is probably the answer, working on the next Mario Kart, but like, you know... 28 times 6, 48. 48 new tracks all the way to 2023. That's a lot of Mario Kart. I wonder if that's the plan instead of uh, making a new one out, outright. Uh, then they also ended the show with uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which will be apparently it'll, this story will tie the bridges of the first two show, uh, games together. And that's out in September. But, uh, but yeah. You know, that that's basically for that side of the... I wanted to express. I was also uh, looking at... Uh, for this week. Well, I guess, yeah, there is some things for this week. Uh, besides, we already talked about Horizon. Because I think that's really the crown gem of this week. Uh, we got... The patch 1.5 for Cyberpunk is out, which also opened up that, hey, Cyberpunk PS5 Series X versions are out now. Uh, if you want, there is also, I think, a five-hour demo of the whole game you can do now. You can also buy it digitally right now for 25 bucks, or go to your local GameStop. The physical discs you can buy pre-owned for 12 but, but yeah, I've heard, I have not heard that there's any crazy game crashing bugs compared to her. I've only seen complimented things of saying like, hey, it's way better than it was before. Come check it out, blah, blah, blah. And I think the only other thing that's interesting is Platinum Games uh, have kind of openly said, hey, we are really willing to be <laughs> uh, acquired but the only guideline we want is be able to put our uh, games on whatever platform we choose. But we we don't. If you want to collect the check, 
like uh like kind of how Bungie's story is right now and how Activision's story is seems to be writ writing itself into uh Platinum Games. They even like they even opened up. They were like this, "Hey, Phil, we'll do Scalebound if you want." But they were really looking for a, a buyer. I uh I mean, hey, I don't know their logistics. I mean, that'd be really cool whoever buys them. I don't know who. If I had a guess who would buy Platinum Games right now out of those out of everybody, I could see Embracer, the people who do THQ. I think they would pick up Platinum Games. Who would be the ones that who would jump and say, "Yeah, I'll buy them." Compared to I don't think Microsoft would buy Platinum just yet. I could be wrong cuz I don't think they would say no. But the idea of I could see Nintendo buying Platinum Games over I, you know what? I take that back. It'll be embracing Nintendo then PlayStation. I think that would be my list of like who would be potential buyers for uh, platinum games if they got their wish of getting acquired by somebody. They're they're also apparently like we're not doing NFTs yet. We just obviously I think they're they must be hurting. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think that will do it for me this week. Um, uh, what are some other things? I guess also like I'm looking forward to for even comic book wise. I am looking forward to uh DC kind of announced their summer event, which is going to be Dark Crisis. And long story short, it seems like it is. I think it's going in the right direction of how to look at uh the the outright field of DC's comics in the sense of this is going to happen after the justice league people die uh quote unquote and i think it involves this will be the first crisis that involves the sidekicks and all the people that we have fans love to uh kind of be, grab the helm and become the the leaders that they should be by now since it's been oh i don't know 80 years but uh but yeah Dark Crisis definitely caught my eye this this um, for this summer, and then also uh, Peacemaker has been got the green light to be cut season two, and for some reason I have a feeling we are going to see uh, I think his name Snowflamer or Snowflame because only because James Gunn sounded like he knew about him already, but apparently it's coming in the in the future, and then uh. For, uh, but yeah, for this week's hot picks for uh, movies or TV, uh, uh, for, mo- for I think, I did I say it yet? For TV, go watch the Cuphead TV show. It actually came out, and I actually don't mind it. The only thing I have a problem with is that each episode is only 15 minutes. I know that's technically like you're just doing a. That's like uh, like how SpongeBob does two technically stories in one show, but goddammit, it, it's been out going like they could have done it. And then for uh, comics, all right, I got my little list. Hold on, let's go through. Aftershock doesn't got nothing of number ones. So you know how we do for the for for this uh, hot picks. Uh, Behemoth. Heavy Metal Drummer, number one. Uh, now, boom. All new Firefly, number one. If you like Firefly, the, the old sci-fi show. And then uh, Buffy, the last Vampire Slayer, number one. Oh, no, it was the second prank. Excuse me. They don't even talk. Killer Affair of the State, number one. From boom. And then uh, keep it moving, keep it moving. We have it down, down, down. Oh, anything from Dark Horse that's number one that should matter? Nope. DC, where are we, where are we looking at? Aquaman, number one. So it's going to be because they're now kind of bushel all the Aquaman into a, a book to help in this uh, connection thing. And they're looking forward to I'm kind of looking forward to reading it. I also forgot to mention um, they announced that there's a new Black Label 
book, which we'll we'll hit it with a uh, hot pick when it gets closer. But Ron V is going to do an Aquaman story for Black Label, so I think it's going to be a little bit more trippy. Aquaman and Dramata, but I digress. So we got the Aquaman, and then we'll see what else. Let's keep it going. Nothing more from DC. We'll keep it going. We gotta keep it moving. I'm a little slow, but also it's making sure I don't miss no number ones that matter. IDW, uh, no number ones. Wow. Oh, mm, nope, not that. Image, uh. Step by Bloody Step, number one. Supermassive, number one, a one-shot. Uh, Mad Cave, nothing. Marvel, we'll get into Carnage Forever, number one starts. Oh, shit, I got to get to the comic shop. Uh... Then do we have any Ghost Rider number one starts this week? Woo! So a new Ghost Rider starts this week. Oh snap! Forgot about. I didn't realize that. And then uh, what else? The Star Wars Crimson Rain. Nope, the second pony. Okay, that's it for Marvel. We just double check Scout Comics. Distorted number one. King Jira number one, which is a one shot. You only need that. And then, uh, let me just double check to make sure nothing from Vault. That's number one. Heathen Vault Reserve Edition number one. So, whatever that is. And yeah, that's it for that. And then for music, uh, I'm going to just pick real quick. I gotta look at it again. One second. I'm gonna switch it up by it. It's gonna be uh, Bad Habits from Ed Sheeran. But there's a new one that just came out this week with uh, featuring Bring Me Horizon. So there's a rock and roll version of Bring Me uh, Bad Habits from Ed Sheeran. And yeah, that's this week's uh, hot pick for music. And then, um, but yeah, that'll be it for the show. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for putting up with me. And hopefully, uh, like I said, hopefully things go well in my end of possibly switching careers again. And then hopefully, uh, you know what? Honestly, it's about, I hope this works so much that it gets me a layer of energy back. I don't know if it's the, I don't know if it's the whole pandemic. I don't know if it's the whole, I've never even got COVID yet. <laughs> I haven't got COVID. I'm not saying like that, but the idea of like, there has been a weird mentality with some people around me and not just me and like things I've seen on the internet. Like people, like I feel a little bit more lethargic since the, the since the pandemic happened, and not in a, like I know I'm a fucking fat fuck, but the, you know what I mean. The idea of like you just like fuck. I don't know if it's like I don't know if it is the stress of being out out there all day when you're working. You have to wear a mask or something. You just think you're on edge. I don't think so. I don't even know. But just the idea. Hopefully, this next thing can be the thing I've been looking for for year for a couple years now. And I can stick, you know, that's what I want. I won't be able to stick to it. Like I did the, the fucking casino for even years. I could, I rather whine, but still feel like I need, I can stay here for kingdom come compared to the other, you know, other spots. But yeah, that's, but yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. And I, again, thank you for listening all that stuff. I appreciate it. And like I say every week, y'all be good to each other. And I'll catch you 
next week. Peace.